Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! Acelera Williams, tiene el primer 10, escapa a la 20, a la 10, touchdown, Damien Williams. Oh, Damien Williams peut être plié l'affaire avec oh, cette course qui va jusqu'au touchdown. Damien Williams runs to immortality in Chiefs Kingdom. Get ready to welcome your champions. Hello, Chiefs Kingdom, and welcome back to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, this evening, I'm joined by Neil. Hello. And Tom. Hey. Uh, so it was a bit of a nail-biter uh, in week two. I mean, we uh, did manage to pull off the win and go 2-0, two and, two and oh, but uh, it was a close game. So, so what are your guys' thoughts on it? We met hard work of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, um, it, was, it was very tough. It was not the um, the day to have work very early thinking oh yeah i could watch a, a 9 30 start that'll be fine no one o'clock again <laughs> yeah i hear you i hear you if you were a Chargers fan right how would you feel after that game like would you be feeling yay we took the super bowl champs to overtime and we nearly beat them or would you be thinking we gave it our best shot we played really well like we completely outplayed them and we still lost. Like, where would your head be on that one? I mean, they've, they've got a lot to be happy about. I mean, especially for their um, rookie quarterback. I mean, Justin Herbert had a, had a really good NFL debut. So I, I don't think it's a complete, like, oh, how do we still lose to the Chiefs, even though, like, we played solidly for almost three and a half quarters. Um, I don't think it's, it's, it's a complete... Um, disappointing week for Chargers fans they've got a lot to be happy about and their team did play really well I mean not only Justin Herbert but a defensive line as well was incredible for a lot of the game um so yeah they, they've got a lot to uh to, to be happy about and who knows they might they might do the same in uh the next time around later in the season I, I'm really intrigued to to see their next game because I think he didn't really have time to process what was going on he just went out and played pretty freely I think you've also got to remember he was in a an empty stadium so it was almost like no pressure on him like could you imagine finding that information out and then going out and playing in front of however many thousand people I imagine he'd have been slightly more nervy than he was but he was incredibly impressive I think they'll be pretty pretty buzzing because I, I think he's a little bit of an upgrade over Tyrod Taylor and considering that was his first game I'd be I'd be very very um happy if I was a Chargers fan because uh, you don't know what you're going to get with a rookie quarterback, and that's about as well as it could have gone, minus the one throw. Um, we we talked about this last week, didn't we, Owen, on the podcast, and we were kind of saying, like, why would you bother with Tyrod Taylor? You know what you're going to get from him. You might get eight wins if you're lucky, and you're going to be picking kind of in the 10 range in the draft, but you need to know what you've got in Herbert because you're trying to beat the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and you're not going to do that with Tyrod Taylor. So you have to know if Herbert is the guy who can do that. Now, you've seen him play against Chiefs and Mahomes, and you've, although they didn't win, you've got to look at it and go, well, he, he's got something about him. Like He looked impressive. Um, he's got a bit of, what do you want to call it, moxie possibly would be the best word to use there. So 
yeah, you know, give him the give him the season now. What the hell? What what have you got to lose if you're the Chargers? An eight and eight record? You go six and ten, maybe. Hey, you get a higher draft pick. Great. Um, <laughs> I just I just go with him for the season now. I, I would yeah. if I was a Chargers fan, I wouldn't want to see Tara Tyler again after watching him play. I thought mm. I was I was really impressed with him for his first performance. Yeah, I mean, and all you've got to do is look at the week one performance. I mean, they had Tyrell Taylor on the field, and a lot of their stars were the same, and they went toe-to-toe with one of the worst teams in the league, Cincinnati. And the only reason why they, they won that game was because Cincinnati had Ryan Bullock and not Harrison Butker on the, as a kicker. Yeah. Because they yeah. drove all the way down the field and missed the game-winning field goal. So, And, and then next week, they, they put in their rookie quarterback and they go toe-to-toe against the Super Bowl champions and and miss and lose because we do have Harrison Butker. So it's it's one of those things I feel like if, if, if he can give them more life and, and he can do exactly what Tyrod Taylor did, or near enough exactly what Tyler, Tyrod Taylor did, but against a far, far, far superior team, why not give him the reins and see what he can do the rest of the season? And mm. it definitely looked like they gave him life. He gave that team life, definitely, Justin Herbert. I mean, it was I'm interesting, not... Anthony Lynn, after the game, though, because he was saying, like no, Tyrod Taylor's our number one quarterback, and you know, there's a reason why Herbert's a backup, and we, we didn't win the game. Jesus, throw the kid some love. Like, you gave him 10 minutes' notice to get him on the field. Like, <laughs> cut him some slack. I, I know the NFL's a results business, but bloody hell, that's not. That's harsh. That's very, very harsh. <laughs> I don't know what more he wanted to see from Herbert. But I think he made one mistake, which was an awful mistake. But I don't know what. Anthony, I, I get the impression he wants more from Herbert in a leadership sense uh, from watching Hard Knocks he he doesn't seem to have warmed to him particular, or at least to his style of of communication and leadership particularly well whether that's just he wants more and he's keep trying to push him I don't know if it's just try and keep him hungry um, and so he doesn't get carried away but I don't know I, I don't know what more he could have done to be honest <laughs> Like if he plays like that week in, week out, players will follow him. They yeah. they will see the example he is setting and that they will buy into Justin Herbert, the number one quarterback for the Chargers. But they're not gonna do that if he goes back on the bench behind Tyrod Taylor now. You just I, I just can't see any circumstances where that would be a positive move for the Chargers. The the one thing I would say is um whilst he was incredibly impressive for a rookie i don't think he's the reason the game was particularly close at the end of the game i think the reason the game was close was because their defensive line was absolutely destroying our offensive line for at least three quarters of the game i think that's the main reason that this game was close at the end yeah our offensive line just didn't perform uh, for a lot of that game i mean and and all credit to the Chargers' defensive line. They they, they played really well as well. Um, Patrick Holmes seemed to be on pressure a lot in that game. Um, and Clyde, Clyde Edwards uh, still had a decent game. They still like he didn't. He, obviously, he wasn't flashy as week one, but he didn't look didn't look terrible. He still looked good. It was just uh, it was just the offensive line that just didn't really help him or Patrick Holmes all game. Um, and... The difference between that game and the Texans game for Edward Hilaire was noticeable. Like uh, he had seventeen, eighteen yards mm. on his first run, and then seventeen, eighteen yards on his next nine carries combined, and yeah. there was just nowhere to go. Like it in, in the Texans game, he made things happen where things weren't available. In this game, he didn't. 
like he had about there was 40 yards didn't he Ended 30 30, 30, 30 38, 38 yeah 38 yeah yeah it was, it was a tough game it felt like we were watching the first kind of half of the super bowl yeah. where pat just doesn't have time for anything to develop at all and I, this this is where like mahomes issues of just he just keeps going backwards and backwards and backwards <laughs> and eventually it seems like they just run out of space but he's just trying to buy time for somebody to get open yeah um, and when it does happen it, it it pans out well for him when he when he does back yeah. up that much and then, and then <laughs> he, he throws he does, 60 yards <laughs> yeah that's the difference he does make those things happen yeah. in, in those moments like the tyree kill touchdown that was like very Incredible. much off his own back like that is a patrick mahomes play that's that's Although obviously the, the teams there and Tyreek Hill did get did get himself open, that was a very much a his on his back sort of play. So which, which other quarterbacks in the league would have made that play? Who else Russell could Wilson. have done that? Russell Wilson, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, I would agree. May, maybe an Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers this year. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Now that he's got a. Um... And a number one pick and first round draft pick behind him. He might he might have a go he might have a go at it now. <laughs> He's the one to play all of a sudden. Uh, but yeah, Russell Wilson's I think the only guy that could. And and I've and I've said that they're, they're very similar uh, in in their ability to like do things outside the pocket and make things happen outside the pocket. They're they're both just extraordinary. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Um, so yeah, w- Wilson he... does throw a beautiful deep ball. Like he is, I I would almost say he's better than Mahomes throwing a deep ball. Like he, he, he doesn't necessarily have the distance, but I think he's more accurate than Mahomes when he's chucking those forty, fifty yards. He just throws rainbows and just drops them in mm. a bucket. Yeah, they um, look great. They do look great. when He does it. He threw um, enough of them, didn't he, the other night? Yeah, did he get five? Yeah. Five touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the one? Um, two. I think it was David Moore was the name of the receiver that was right in the on the front pylon, where he actually brought his foot back on, onto the in pylon. midair into the end zone oh it was incredible um if you haven't seen it definitely watch it it was a great play but a great throw from russell wilson again it was uh mm. yeah yeah he's phenomenal and i mean we said that patrick mahomes didn't have a great game against the Chargers, and yet he still threw for over 50 percent completion with 302 yards and two touchdowns and no interceptions <laughs> and, and and that's a oh god he didn't really play well did he sort of game it's which, which just, is just crazy isn't it's it like nuts the, the standard that he set is just obscene almost it really is we like but, as fans we expect so much of him and he still delivers <laughs> like he still does it and he still gets wins it, it's crazy his his terrible game is an above average game for more than half the quarterbacks in the league oh yeah mm. it's it, it's just ridiculous i don't yeah, think he crazy. i don't think he played particularly bad though i don't, I don't think he was i, I think and he did as much as he could, considering how little time that he had. Um, I, but the re- receivers weren't getting any separation either. Like um... no, that's what I mean. Like it's not like we were short. It's not like last year when we were struggling a little bit, but we didn't have Tyree Kill. It's they're all out there. They're just they've got yeah. to find a way to get open, I guess. And I think a lot of people have said it was that was that the best kind of you know like Andy's like he's probably holding back his good playbook, but he always <laughs> I mean, does. I mean, it's a win, isn't it? And you take the win. That's all yeah. that I was kind of, of puzzled. Day. I was kind of puzzled with their pass rush being so good, and Andy Reid's screen game being so good. Yeah. Why did he not go to the screen 
to negate some of that pass rush. Like, yeah, we haven't seen a lot of the like the, the like the typical Andy Reid screen game in in no. either games to start the season. It's, I it's think strange. we had a big one from Kelsey, didn't we, in week one? And I think that was pretty much. Did he try one to Darwin Thompson week one as well? Remember, but I didn't. I didn't see much. You're right. I didn't see much against against the Chargers. But mm. it'd be interesting to see. I like. I think the general consensus is: Have they been looking ahead to the Ravens game? Which I'd find very, very strange if they had been. I, like, I don't think that's no, don't a think thing. So. No, I don't think but, that's. I mean, especially playing a divisional rival. No, you wouldn't have thought so. But who knows? I mean, it's definitely going to be a big game against the Ravens. One that could realistically decide who gets that one seed and the bye so it's going to be intense on Monday night again mm. oh, I'm, I'm fully going into that game this week thinking like whoever wins this game is coming out on top of the AFC and yeah yeah. because it'll be it, if, if we both carry on the way we're going we both have phenomenal seasons it'll be the tiebreaker that'll be the thing that decides it who won that week three matchup and it, it, it really, really could go either way the Ravens have looked phenomenal phenomenal from Phenomenal. They've looked good. They've looked very good. Yeah, no, they've they've looked great uh, the first two weeks. They've absolutely destroyed the people they've played. Um, yeah, so uh, we play well against Lamar one. Jackson, though. We do. Yeah, so, two and zero against Lamar Jackson. I think we're gonna have to work on our tackling a little bit because I don't like the idea of Lamar <laughs> Jackson breaking tackles the way that some of the big dudes for the Chargers were breaking tackles because that's not going to end well. Um, yeah, that was another weak part of our game against the Chargers. Our tackling was just, oh, it, it was very reminiscent of uh, a few years ago, uh, 2017, 2018, <laughs> uh, early 2018. Um, but yeah, it was, God, it was, it was a bit of worry. Yeah, it was uh, like there's three of us out there playing linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> it would literally yourself? have been that much yeah. of a mismatch. I could have not tackled <laughs> loads of people too. <laughs> I don't think I've even got on the field. <laughs> Too scared. Yeah, You'd have been yeah, Willie Gay I'm, then. You'd have been sat on yeah. the bench. Well, it's not a bad gig for Willie Gay at the moment. Go try and block a, fit, a punt, and that's about all he did, wasn't it? So why, why is he not? Why is he not getting snaps then? What is? What are the other <laughs> linebackers doing that is stopping him from getting snaps? Because I ain't seeing it myself. Mm. No, I don't know. I mean, he he does have. Well, there were injury concerns with Willie Gay, wasn't there, when we drafted him? I mean, and and that and I know they were in college, and that was over a year ago. But I, I I don't see many other reasons why he's not gotten more snaps, or he's just really not taken to the pro level like as much as I thought he would. I know. I really hope he's just not shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> that's all I can think. Yeah, no, he did have. Worry. He did have what six six snaps on defense, um, and then eighteen on special teams. But like, you've got a Daniel had four snaps, Gay had six snaps, mm-hmm. Neiman had forty six, Wilson fifty six, and Hitchens sixty five. Like, I'd you'd struggle to tell me that Gay, after all the talk of him when they drafted him and the excitement about him, you struggle to tell me he's worse than Ben mm-hmm. Neiman at the moment. You might just have to put him out against the Ravens and just. Like give him the Dorian Daniel spy duty and just just say you just you just stay in line with Lamar Jackson because he, if he's quick enough to to keep up with him, that might be a way he gets on the field. Oh yeah, he's quick. He's, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he seems he's, he's very athletic. So 
hopefully maybe you put him out there and go your job is to just spy Lamar Jackson the whole game well do you think it's possible that they could have been hiding him for the Ravens game I don't, I don't, maybe because it's That's so nice early, thought. but I, mean, I, I yeah. would love to, I would love I, to believe that. I'm yeah. trying to be charitable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not just going to, right, you're sitting on the bench until week three. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it, a it hard sell. I wouldn't put it past Andy Reid. He, he is one to to hold things back until he needs them the most. He's not one to like lay, like put his heart on his sleeve week mm. one. He does let things develop as the season goes on. Uh, the only, so yeah. It's not the craziest idea in the world. The only thing you can say is we've got a really good coaching staff, and they haven't had they haven't had a a proper preseason. So maybe we've been harsh. Maybe he just genuinely isn't ready, and he just needs some time. And then next year we see a better a better player. You you, you just don't know when you're seeing our linebacking play at the moment how much of a downgrade him not necessarily knowing what he's doing, but doing it quicker than everyone else is doing. Do you know what I mean? Like. If a guy's running to the outside, like run to the outside, <laughs> he's yeah. quick. Like I know there's, I know there's a lot more to it than that in terms of uh, coverage and everything. But for the most part, like he's going to be a lot quicker at doing things. It's just whether he's mm. doing the right things, I guess. Then, like you said, with the up with the whole like not taking to the pro level thing, it's all well and good being able to get to get get to the hole quicker than the other linebacker. But if it's the wrong hole. Yeah. The running back's going for 30 yeah, yards. Yeah, he's gone like anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah the running back's mean. getting to the second level. So it's, it is balancing that like athletic, which he has. I mean, he showed it, and he's one of the reasons why we drafted him. His speed, his, his mm. athleticism. But if, if he doesn't have that ment- if he hasn't mentally caught up to the pro level yet and he needs that more time, then, yeah, by all means. Uh, it's, just, it's just disappointing for a second-round pick to not have that on the field straight away, like which is probably us just being <laughs> overly hopeful considering how bad the linebacking play was last year but I mean would you take would you swap him for uh, Legereus Sneed in the second round I think you'd take Sneed in the second round now considering what he's done so far for us he's been very yeah. good mm. I mean if you just cancelled that out and just go well we actually got Sneed in the second round anyway so <laughs> it's fine <laughs> just, that's the way I'm looking at it <laughs> I mean, he I is the uh, league leader in interceptions as well. That's what so. I mean. <laughs> he's been on for really 16 interceptions this season. Yeah, he's on, he's, he's on track for it. That's what they all say, don't they? <laughs> he's on track for this much. Just like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he's he's been good though, which we need him to be considering we've yeah. got no cornerbacks, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, linebackers, no cornerbacks. <laughs> At what point does Sneed Island become a thing then? <laughs> I like that. That's that's nice. I quite yeah. like it as well. Chuck him I mean, out there. We did have Revis on our team as well, didn't we? For a, for a uh, yeah, we did for a couple of weeks or like half a season <laughs> or something for his early retirement plan. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to bring him back if anyone else gets injured because <laughs> no one else. <laughs> what have been your takes? What have been your thoughts on the um, the Twitter craze that Truce fans are going on at the moment with the uh, rhyming words with Sneed? It was funny for the first five minutes. Please stop it now. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> I did like. I, I liked how we went quiet for. Uh, it kind of like died down a little bit um, just for the Chargers game, and then as soon as he, if everyone found out that he led the league in interceptions, I just saw three or four of. Look at the interception uh, table. Legerious lead. <laughs> it just cropped up again <laughs> out of nowhere. Just one more, just to uh, put it to bed. I saw something interesting on Twitter though the other day. I mean, it's it's week two. 
So let's not get carried away. But it was like the top five defensive rookies and the bottom five rated defensive rookies. Um, Patrick Queen's in the bottom five, you know. Which you're, I found incredibly, crush. yeah. Which I find incredibly surprising. I haven't, I haven't like particularly looked out for him when I've been watching highlights of Ravens games. But I mean, that's that's quite interesting because I'd have thought he'd have been really good. So maybe we'd, <laughs> if we'd have drafted Patrick Queen, we'd be in the same boat anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was big on Queen coming in, like, in the draft. Um, I think that, I think I said that enough in the uh, in the mock draft we did on on yeah. Skype. Um, but yeah, I was really big on Queen, and, he, and when he went to the Ravens, I was like, oh my, <laughs> uh, oh, it's no. not fun. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it'll be interesting to watch him play against the Chiefs, um, and that whole Ravens squad is just ridiculous. I mean, I'm really excited to see us go toe to toe with them. It'll be a phenomenal. Oh god, I say that word again, but I can't, I can't say it any. <laughs> I've tried three <laughs> times on this podcast, so I can't say it any time. It'll be an amazing game to watch. Um, Good choice of word. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're not a Chiefs and Ravens fan, it would just be, oh, it'd be so fun to just sit back and watch that happen without the fear of it. So just hope with... we have some offense, some like actual offense to that looks put together because it was not looking good for a long time in that Chargers game. Mm, yeah. I think we're going to have to have a bit of a quicker start than we did against Chargers. So I'm hoping to see us get the ball and and charge down the field pretty quickly. Hopefully. I think we need to score early and often yeah. to stop their running game completely taking over the game. Um, Especially if, the way we tackle. If they, if they get to dictate the terms of the game, it's going to be a difficult game. Yeah. But if we can dictate those terms, that'll make it a bit easier. But look, one question on the Ravens then, right? We, we've been yapping all week in our WhatsApp group about power rankings. <laughs> And certain members of the Arrowheads Abroad team are of the opinion that the Chiefs are number one until they lose. Does it matter to either of you two what the Chiefs did last season, or is it where we're at now? Looking at this team in a kind of like a microcosm of two weeks of this season compared to the Ravens of two weeks of this season, does last season matter in power rankings at all? I don't think power rankings matter at all anyway. Well, no, they don't. <laughs> I don't think they matter at all. I think I, I just... I put the Chiefs and the Ravens at, at one, and that that just... That's it. I don't think anyone. <laughs> Not even really, 1A and 1B. I don't, I don't see anyone really near that level. I mean, if you want to go really deep into it, the Chiefs have proven it in the playoffs. The Ravens haven't. In fact, the Ravens choked in the playoffs last year pretty hard. So... In the big games, we've beaten the Ravens twice, so you could put that in there as well. So th- there's plenty of of arguments to be had that well, the Chiefs should be one until they lose. So I, I, I do get that. Um, I just think if you look at it this this year, they've definitely got better. But I'd also argue that we've got better. So I mean, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I, let's just, we can find out on Monday, I guess. But yeah. I, I think they just won. Yeah, I, I mean, I. I, I, I thought I'd get a lot of hate for this in the group chat when I put the Chiefs at three, but uh, I, 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 I put them three as well, so I'm, I'm with I you here you. completely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, my view, like on power rankings, it's just it's I hyper local, like localized power rankings. Like, I really, I like t- it's almost like a recency bias, if, if you will, with power, with weekly power rankings. I, I really only take it off the past two to three weeks, what their form looks like, not last season or not how yeah. they performed in the off season yeah. and what moves they made I, I, I look at just at what has been happening on the field 
the past few weeks because I, I think that's what we've got to go off really because it is all about momentum in the NFL season um, and it does really go week to week and, and like we can absolutely blow out a team or play really well against the Texans and then go into a, a not too much worse but a, a, a what supposedly a worse Chargers team and, and get knocked about for three quarters it is entirely based on game to game like performances and that's basically what I do my power rankings on same I, I would agree with you completely there like the the whole you know the Chiefs have beaten Lamar Jackson twice and Andy Reid's like beaten them three times or whatever it doesn't matter because it was so long ago and the squads have changed so many times since then it, that, that's like with the Super Bowl saying oh you know the Chiefs haven't won it in 50 years or you know the, the 49ers have won it five times in that time span so what mm. it, it wasn't this 49ers team that won those five Super Bowls, so it doesn't matter whether their squad has a or their franchise has a history of winning Super Bowl. It's irrelevant. Uh, and like now, the games against the Ravens from the past couple of seasons, they're irrelevant because they're different teams now. Yeah, mm. and like when when people say stuff like, um, "Oh, we beat we've beaten the Chargers eleven of the last twelve times," or, or whatever that stat is, um, I think that's more of like that should be treated as like. A reward for how we've played, not like a factor why we should win the next game. But I don't think that should be taken into account as to why we should go out there and beat them in in, in week two. It, it's it's something you should definitely mention because it's a great thing to accomplish. I mean, having that much of a dominance over a divisional rival, but it certainly shouldn't be taken into account as a reason why we should go out and beat them. In a Psychologically, way. though, it could have an impact on them when you're talking about that quantity of defeats. I don't see two defeat. I don't think the Ravens are going to come into the game thinking, "Shit, we've lost twice to the Chiefs in two years." <laughs> you know that that's us finished for this week. Then we'll just look at week four. But I could see why the Chargers would say we've lost twelve of the last thirteen against them. This could be a bit of a tricky week here in week two. I think uh, I think Keenan Allen was sitting on the bench thinking exactly oh, that near the end of the game. He was like, "For fuck's sake, not again." <laughs> God, it was so funny. That I was his best Philip Rivers impression ever. <laughs> I tell you what, God forbid they ever beat us because he will not shut up though. He's a <laughs> dickhead man. I can see him going off. If, if they ever beat I was just thinking about it. When, <laughs> I was like, if they beat us, this is going to be unbearable. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, he did have a good game, didn't he? With, uh, with Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah decent um, game. He was. It must have been their top receiver, right? Let like, me pull up the stats. He had ninety-six yards. I've got it here. Ninety-six. Yeah. Uh, ninety-six yeah. on yeah. seven. I think Sneed. I, I saw something though that Sneed was on him for. Uh, I'm stealing this from somewhere. I can't remember. Ten. He had ten targets with Sneed on him, and he caught five of them. So, Sneed did an yeah, okay yeah, job. Because yeah. he is a really good receiver. I mean. Yeah. There's no mm. doubt he is one of the best receivers in the division, or at least he was before this draft. And kind of Ruggs and um, what's his name, Judy, Judy. Um, yeah. came into the equation. You would have put Keenan Allen top three, I would have thought. The problem um, these guys have got is that is the quarterback that's thrown to them, and the Chargers may have found someone that can throw it to them. But I mean, it's like Ruggs is Ruggs has got Derek Carr. Um, and then God knows who, 
who Judy's got now because <laughs> is it Blake Bortles? Blake Bortles. Oh my God, they signed Blake Bortles. Oh, have they have actually we not, signed How have we not mentioned that yet? Yeah, they have just they signed him? <laughs> I, I or, they, or have they not brought him into the facility? They've, they've done one of the I, two. I thought they signed mm. him for a year. I did, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when is the Broncos game? It can't be, it's got to be what, week five? Oh, four, week five, seven six. or eight, I think. Oh, is it? Um, is that far away? No, because it, it, it goes Ravens, Patriots, oh, Raiders, eight, Bills. Think, yeah. yeah. So who are we playing? So we're probably the, he'll, yeah, he'll be in seven. the range to come back though, because the wasn't it two to five or something? They, they said two to them? six, I think they said. Mind you, though, is it, isn't it? Is it his throwing shoulder? Yeah, yeah, it so, was his right. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, a problem. You imagine that's a problem. Mm. So. It was not a great week for injuries, was it? It was, yeah. No. Poor Forty Niners got a felt for them. Oh yeah, yeah. They got they absolutely have Nick, Nick Bosa was out, decimated. Didn't, didn't he? He's done Is for he? the year now. Tore he, yeah, ACL, he tore his ACL, ACL, didn't he? God. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's tough because you just hope that it doesn't happen to you. Because I mean, touch wood, you can just imagine some of the player, like some of the big names, if the Chiefs lost. It just it like I don't want to name names because I want to tempt fate. <laughs> yeah, touch wood. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you lose a couple of those guys, and and I mean with most teams, their season's over if they lose their two big guys. So mm. unless we get Magic Matt Moore in again, that's why the only thing I would say oh, yeah. in the situation the Chiefs are in is Andy has kept Mahomes in a lot of games where the game is fully gone, like the game is is over. I, I, I'm up for whipping Pat out fourth quarter. On a regular yep. occurrence, just get him out of the game. Get get these guys out, man, because I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes lying on the floor in the fourth quarter when the score's thirty-five to seven. What you know? Yeah. Just don't want to see it. So I, I could buy into that completely. Yeah, just get get mm. him out. Yeah, in in games with comfortable leads, absolutely. Yeah, like why not? He he is the guy. Like and, and there could not be more emphasis on the V in that in that phrase. Yeah. He, he's yeah. yeah. There, there's everything is on him at the moment with the Chiefs. Um for obvious reasons. I mean the contract, the the first two seasons he had as a starter. I feel like I mentioned it him him and how well he's done for us every week on this podcast, but like how could I not? It's uh yeah, he he is the face of our franchise if not the league. So yeah, protect he, he was costs. named into Time Magazine's top 100 most influ- influential yes, people yeah. in the world. Yeah, I saw that for 2020. That, that is some achievement what, for basically for a sports or... person. And he turned 25 last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's insane. God. It is insane. Yeah, it, I'm trying to think is. what I was doing when I was 25 and fairly sure it was never <laughs> like that. He's like only just older than Joe Burrow or something, isn't he? Isn't it ridiculous? Really? I think so. I'll, I'll have to have a look, but I, I'm I'm sure I heard somewhere that like Joe Burrow is only like six months younger than him or something. I might be making this up, but um, I'll have to have a look. Crazy if true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, isn't Lamar Jackson? Either way, let's just think. Young. He's he's a young. Okay, no, he's he's older than that, but he's he's still ridiculously young when you think about. The achievements he's had in the game to win a Super Bowl at what twenty five years old is he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was twenty four like, when he won it. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, it's insane. Um, 
Uh, apologies, we actually had some technical difficulties um, whilst recording the podcast, um, hence why the sudden uh, cut in the uh, audio there. But um, we're in a new lobby now, so we're uh, back recording. Um, here. here we are. <laughs> here we are. Hello. <laughs> Uh, so moving on to week three, um, I mean, it's obviously going to be a really hard game um, against the Ravens, like we've discussed, but what do, what do you think the game, what game will look like for us and, and what do you think the final result will be? Go on, Tommy, you'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering I don't think I've ever got a prediction right, um, I think it's going to be an incredibly high-scoring game. I think we're going to end up with a game probably like, remember that Rams game where it was... Like mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Oh, can 50, 50, 50, 50 something, something, something. Mm. I, I don't even get that high. I think we'll be looking at two teams in the forties at the end of the game. Um I think the Ravens have got the best offence we've faced so far. Um so I think they'll put up points considering that we have you know, have got issues on that side of the ball. Um I'm gonna yeah, to to take your pick either way, but I think it'll be two scores in the forties. I can't even I don't know who's gonna win it. Good prediction. <laughs> I'm not predicting. I don't want to. I don't want to predict it because it's just it's just pointless. If if you really want me to predict, I'll go with the Chiefs just because I want them to win. Lots of points. <laughs> Lots of points, and someone's gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could go for a tie. We could go for a tie. Yeah. Um, I I think we're gonna struggle in this one. Um, because I think we're really gonna find it hard to contain their running game, especially with the way the defence was tackling last week. Uh, a week isn't a long time to fix those issues, and um, boy, do we need to get them fixed against their ground game, because it is something else. And If they can establish that, then I, I think we're going to have difficulties, and unfortunately, I think this is our first defeat of the season. I, I don't think it'd be by much. I'd probably say... Oh, no way. 31 MV Pinal's back though 7 or somewhere around there um, oh. but I'm, I'm afraid I'm going for a Chiefs loss this week um, yeah uh, I mean I hate to be pessimistic alongside you Neil but I I, I, I can't help but agree um, I mean they're, they're undoubtedly the best team in the NFL uh, that, I mean, all we've got to do is look at their depth chart to see there's talent all over the field there's not a position where they don't have some kind of talent um and yeah, I, the Chiefs will put up a fight. I mean, I, I kind of agree with both of you. It will, it will be a very high-scoring game, uh, and the Chiefs will definitely be there with them. Um, but I think the Ravens might just take this one uh, because, I mean, look at their roster. It's it's insane. And look at the way they've been playing as well. They, they've been playing such good football these past two weeks. Um, I think it continues form. Um, but on, the, on an optimistic note, it will be our first loss of the season, but I think it might be our only loss of the season as well. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think the the Bills game in week six is going to be a challenge as well. Um, I, I would possibly chalk us up for an L there, but beyond that, yeah, I don't see too much else. I, I said 13-3 and three at the start of the season. I'm, I've not seen anything to take me away from that so far. I'm really not sold on Josh Allen yet with Buffalo. I, I, I mean, he, he's played well and he's put up numbers, but I, I've, I've watched both games and he's made some questionable decisions as well, like some poor throws, and, and he's missed open guys, like, and I'm talking like mm-hmm. defender not within three metres of the guy, yeah. and he's just not hit him. And, and although he's played well, and yeah, he's put the stats up there and he's got them to 2-0, and oh, I, I, 
I don't know. I'm just not completely sold on him there. Yeah, I think isn't... you'll. Ne- I think we'll need the next four weeks to really see what he's about before we obviously go against him. I, I think um, my big concern there isn't so much Joss Erlen. It's Thursday night away game. That mm-hmm. that is mm. the big question mark there. It's not even that much about the Bills in general. I think they're a good team. They're a playoff team. They'll probably win the division over the Patriots. Kind of ten and six ish record. You think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Um, but the the Thursday night away games, I just don't like. Yeah, the thing with Josh Allen had a really weird playoff performance last year as well, and like I, I don't know, I don't know if we just spoiled, but I kind of just presume that we'll we'll be in the playoffs no matter what, unless something <laughs> ridiculous happens. So when it comes to these games, I think when you when you see like Josh Allen, like. Yeah, cool. He might get it. he might get one over on us like on a Thursday night on a short week away from home. But even then that that wouldn't necessarily worry me like looking forward. These games are just we just need to get to the playoffs healthy and I think that's that's the one big thing for me because I don't Josh yeah, Allen in a playoff game doesn't necessarily scare me because he's going to do something stupid no. at some point. Um I, I would agree completely. Yeah. It's it's I've I'm kind of we were talking about it before the game, and it, it gets to half time. And, and people, I just saw on Twitter, everyone was going crazy that, about the cheese. It's just, just tweet out, we'll be right. <laughs> we'll be right. They'll figure it out. You got Patrick um, Mahomes, you got Andy Reid. They'll figure it out. We'll be fine. And, and we did. And, yeah. and in all fairness to you, we did yeah. figure it out. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, that that's not gonna, might not necessarily happen every single week. But come playoff time, I'd rather have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Serious Andy Reid, serious Patrick Mahomes, than having Josh Allen and and guys like that, like you know. But did, did you see the stat there? Like when the Chiefs trail by double digits, Patrick Mahomes is six and zero. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh my god! It's just the last thing you want to do is take a double digit lead against the Chiefs because that guarantees you're going to lose. <laughs> At like the worst point in that game, I was thinking, I really, really, really want to put some money on the Chiefs. But it's not the sort of thing I like to do because if you do that, then you don't want that double loss yeah, should yeah, it happen. And, but, and the way fate works, as soon as you put yeah, on it, exactly. gonna, the Chiefs were going to lose. I'll tell you one interesting six. thing about betting, though. The over-under was 8.5, I believe, yes. before the yeah. game, right? 94% of people that bet on the game bet on the Chiefs covering that. I, I would have done as well. I would have absolutely yeah, done that as it's well. It's crazy, isn't it? So it just just shows how what can happen in inside of a game. It doesn't matter what you know. We think that that the Ravens are going to be a really really tough game. Might blow them out. Never know. Yeah, might blow us out. Yeah, might put a fifty nothing. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Drop a fifty burger on them. Yeah. What like a college game. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, it'll be an exciting one to look forward to, and obviously it's a late one, so we're gonna we're gonna be up late. Um, and I don't I don't know if we if we mentioned it whilst we were recording or beforehand, but we've all got the day off work on Tuesday. Yeah. Yes. So um, yeah, there's uh, nothing to nothing to have to wake up for on the Tuesday, which is a uh, which is a nice thought. It's a, it's nice yeah, heading absolutely. into a Monday night football night knowing that mm. you don't have anything to worry about the, the next day. So we haven't had a game so far, and it will be the same until I don't know week four something. We haven't had a game. That finished in the afternoon at our time. 
<laughs> don't think yeah. yet. Every single one of our games is finished in like the, the early hours of the morning. The really, the really day. early hours of the morning, yeah. yeah. Makes yeah. it incredibly hard to support a good team, doesn't it? I think week five against the Raiders is going to be the first one of them, isn't it? What, the first six o'clock game? Yeah. Really? So what I have we got? We've got the so. we've got we've got the Ravens, Ravens on the Monday Patriots. night, and then we've got the Patriots. What, what Patriots is a nine twenty five kickoff, um, and then so that's going to be another. Yeah, and then it's the Raiders the week after that. Then Bills, then Broncos. Yeah, I'm not sure what time the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders is six. six Raiders six. Kickoff. Yeah, it is six. Yeah. Bills is a night game. Broncos is eight twenty five. So the clocks must change at that stage. Mm, slightly better. Yeah, marginally. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind those late afternoon games. I like the nine o'clock, eight o'clock ones. I don't mind them too much if mm. if, if my day's you know not too early the next day. Um, yeah, I quite like them. It's nice. It's just it's because it's kind of like the last thing I do before I go to bed is, is watch that game because yeah. it finishes around midnight, one o'clock, and then you're like, okay, bedtime. Just looking at the next four games: at the Ravens, home to the Patriots, home to the Raiders, at Buffalo. What's your pick for our record over those four games? Mm, three and one. Three and one or two and two. Yeah. Are we, are we sorry? Are we talking Ravens included? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with my prediction. I, I think the Ravens might be our first and only loss of the season. Three and one. So mm. the the Raiders were were sneaky good as well. Yeah, they were. And the Patriots were sneaky good as well. Like they're four difficult games coming up. Yeah, and the, the problem with the Patriots is their running game is good. Yes. Like they're a well coached ground game dominant team. Like Cam mm, Newton is rushing all over the place. And his his improvement in his passing game from week one to week two as well, it did take a jump. Like he he, he was passing a lot better in week two, I think. Yeah. Um so yeah, they're they're a bit of a they're a bit of a threat again which is annoying to say because they're did, New England <laughs> did we have Mike Pennell for the for the Chargers game or was he no he's suspended back, no we didn't know was yeah, he suspended, he's suspended for right? two games yeah he's right back so he's week. back now so yeah. if we can okay. stop the run all of a sudden <laughs> are you going to go back to <laughs> you know what I mean like, I wonder how much but genuinely I wonder how much impact he he actually does have he's certainly a, a not a solid run defender for us and I mean, and against against two of the best rushing teams in in the league at the moment that we've got mm. coming up next, Ravens and Patriots, it's, it's almost a perfect back, yeah. a perfect time for him to come back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good couple of games to play. We I mean, we've got a great like four game stretch, like you said. We've got a great couple like month to look forward to of Chiefs football. It'll be some really interesting games. I realised um, because of the uh, obviously our time, the Ch- the Chiefs play the Bills on my birthday at one a.m. Like it's. So like one AM of my birthday. Yeah. Party at Tallows. So yeah. So oh, well, sorry, no no parties. Rule of no six. Party. Rule of six. Sorry, you can't have parties. Can't have parties anywhere. <laughs> so my my birthday is going to start either very well or or very badly. So <laughs> if we can win that game, that'd be ideal. I didn't realise it was on my birthday because I think everything you see says it's. It's obviously still American time. I'm yeah, like here, fifteen. So day yeah. yeah, and I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, that's actually that's actually on my birthday. That'll be fun." <laughs> I'm actually yeah, really looking for it. It'll be good double. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it'll be a good game. Yeah, yeah. Lots to look forward to for uh, the Chiefs Kingdom. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this little wrap up of uh, Chiefs Chargers and a preview into uh, Week Three against uh, 
got to be one of the best games of the season, uh, at yeah. least expected to be one of the best games of the season. Um, we really hope you enjoy it. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you tune us tune in next week for uh, our roundup of that game uh, to see uh, whether we're celebrating or commiserating a Chiefs win or loss. Um, but from one kingdom to another, uh, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.